Damien. Avocados. Jelly babies. Amen. 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 Don't take me to church. I'm the devil in the cross. It will make me burn. I'll punch you in the face. So don't take me to church. I believe that I'm from Satan. You better kill me. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate on the bench. And today, we're scary on the bench. Oh, I have scary music, but I didn't have it queued up. Hold on while I do that. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. Trisha. It's October, and you know what that means. It's time for all the horror. <laughs> today, we're really focusing on Satan and the omen. Whenever that comes on, don't. And whenever you hear that sound, Satan may be around. (laughs) Turn the page. Oh, remember those books? (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) It's so scary. It is. So today is another one of our All the Horror episodes for October where we're collaborating with other podcasts to bring horrifying content every day of the month. And uh, later scary. we will have a guest uh, talking about the omen. So Satan is on our minds. It's really <laughs> front and center this week. Yeah. And we have a great guest. Yeah. And we have a fun time. And I have a quote because I'm ready for my life right now. But not that ready because it was. Okay. So it's like really easy. I should just memorize it. But here's the quote. Evil is a point of view. And rice. Nice. So true. Yeah, very true. But it's funny because like in writing, you talk about point of view and like what your point of view is. And like hers is like evil. Yeah. She's like, that's a point of view. Absolutely. Let me just tell you, the omen is evil. Yes. The 70s movies are scary people. Yes. The time that we were born in was like not okay. All right. People were starting to get freaked out by Satan like every year. Like the exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, the the Omens. The 80s was like satanic panic, right? The whole like antichrist. And now I know why. Yeah. Because the 70s was full of Satan. Yeah. And then in the 80s, they were like, maybe Satan is here. They were like, maybe our young children who may or may not have been exposed to these movies too young are now worshiping Satan because they're listening to devil music. And also, like, everything was Satan. Yeah. Like, everything was, like, it's a demonic cult. Yeah. And it's, like, actually, it's just some, like, yeah. you know. Oh, it's like some kid teachers. smoking weed. Nope, he's not worshiping <laughs> Satan just because yeah. he likes rock music. They're all, it's a demonic, satanic <laughs> ritual. And they're, like, actually, they just knocked some candles over and the house burned down. Like, no, it's really funny because yeah. when you look back on it, it's, like, everything was that. And then it was, like, no. No, there was a lot of blame on Satan during the 80s. <laughs> blame it on Satan. Blame it on the devil devil yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite band Millie vanilli that was devil a with a band. blue dress blue dress oh 
Devil with the blue dress on. What else can we do? Devil inside. <laughs> devil inside. <laughs> Every single one of us. Devil inside. Oh, how many childhood I... people are dead? Oh, oh, oh. And it's too early for them to be dead. I know. That was, yeah, like, that's pretty sad. You know, Hutchinson, access, right? Michael Hutchinson. Yeah. That no. was too early. George Love Michael's that too dude. Early. I think that's the first, like, man I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I like it. <laughs> Me and a friend of mine in, in, I think it was like middle school or junior high, as we called it back in the day. What do you... Oh. Uh, nothing. You're trying to stop fiddling with my microphone. <laughs> Sorry. When I was in junior high, which they now call middle school. Oh, yeah, right? Um, me and my friend used to walk around and we'd be like, dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> we used to do that like when we'd walk to classes. Uh. No wonder I was so popular. <laughs> Can't imagine why that wasn't cool. That's so funny. Anyway, so we had our quote. All right. Well, we are going to jump right in because we have a really packed episode today. So many, so things. packed, so full, so amazing, it's amazing. So let's have a snack so we can get some energy up for our next bit with our guests. All right. Are there real ghosts in Miss Pac-Man? Are satanic secrets hidden in your Excel spreadsheet? Did Pokemon cause a spike in suicides in Japan? Hello gamers, I'm Tim Gibson, host of the Cabinet Podcast. I look at the strange occurrences behind your favorite video games. A new weird creepy story drops every two weeks on Wednesdays. That's the Cabinet Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other major podcast platforms. Snack book. <laughs> so, when you <laughs> when you hear that when you're walking somewhere, when you look at a child and you hear that music, run away. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> All right. So today our snack book is nutritious. And delicious, delicious, <laughs> and also <laughs> side swipe by cheese puffs. So first we were really good. I was like, Trisha, I brought my own bread. I have a, f- a gluten free rye bread, which it was, was very good actually, and it was such a good find. I really liked it because I love rye bread. I yeah. love all bread. Yes, me and Oprah. You love bread. I love bread, and I now I love gluten free bread because I have to <laughs> I have to embrace it. So well, and you're on the search for the best. I should know the freaking name of the brand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay. brand of rye bread. One day, we'll email them for yeah. You know, please come some and support. sponsor me because I could use like a truckload. <laughs> we could of be bread. like the gluten free podcast. Of, it's always expensive. So I I'm don't like, think anyone has a niche on that. The gluten free podcast. They probably we'll be do. like two girls on the bench. GF. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, what got? But that's like fucked? such a lie because like, like sometimes we like go off. A little sometimes bit. we lie. That's okay. Good. So anyway, we had gluten free rye bread. Trisha has an avocado tree. I am blessed, so blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> so like many avocados. So cool. It's beautiful. It's there for some reason all coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when Trisha's avocados are here. <laughs> I don't know it's, why. They're from Satan. <laughs> and I don't know. They're just good. <laughs> For some reason, it just is scary how good they are. Ah, oh, scary good avocados. Yum. So we mashed up avocados 
with yummy seasonings. Yes. And put it on a piece of toast. Yes, and we're so Californias right now. Californians. Cal- Californians. Californians. And like then we were like, don't you avocado toast, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> Just like a little avocado toast, and like I had, I was like, "How about a little egg, like yeah. on the top?" She's like, "Just a little hard-boiled egg." You know, which <laughs> would have been really douchey is if you had like some sort of like like a poached egg. Oh, because then it would have been like poached egg yeah, on top like of the, avocado just, like, toast. Slightly runny, like yeah, yeah. that would have been good. That would have been delicious. We've <laughs> had that before, and it is delicious. It's really good. But we had hard-boiled eggs. Trisha put hers on the toast. I did, which is really I good. I put mine on the side, yes. like Meg Ryan, and um. <laughs> kidding my grand's like I know. on the side if you know what that's from yeah yeah you get our undying love forever i'll okay. send you a sticker if you can send me what that's from yeah but if you're somebody that already has a sticker well you're shit out of luck okay <laughs> then we were like this is great we're so healthy this is protein it's gonna keep us going blah blah and then yeah. we like did a bunch of stuff and then i was like i need a snack <laughs> like an actual snack because that was a meal really i yeah. mean that was like that was like lunch, lunch right yes Lunch, brunch, brunch, <laughs> and then we're like, Blinner. "What do you have, Trisha?" And then she's like, "I'm like my daughter's <laughs> cheese puffs from Trader Joe's, like that my children did have indeed for breakfast today. They it had is the breakfast puffs of champions and oranges. <laughs> it was orange food. It breakfast. was yeah, it was like Team Orange. They're like, <laughs> we're orange. only eating orange things. They're all only, doing carrots. Today mom. is all orange. Like, no, they're like little damn it tangerines and." Puppet show (laughs) and cheese puffs. (laughs) So we had some of those. So we had cheese puffs, and then now we're having a little wine, but not too much. (laughs) Not like the last episode. Just a dab. Sorry. Okay, we have to talk about the special snack that came from London. London, England? From, it's right there in the yellow bag. Nope, straight ahead next to Domo. Oh my God. Okay, yes. Okay, so Gemma from Talking Codswallop, which if you haven't listened to that show and you need to laugh, just do it. Trust me. So anyways, so she sent us, she let me know. She was like talking to me on DM and she's like, have you ever had jelly babies? And I'm like, no. And so then I get this package in the mail. So cool. Sent us jelly babies and they look like little babies, <laughs> but like gummy bears, like, like bigger gummy bears that look like babies with this like little dusting on the outside. Like that. I feel like a lot of candy, like from... I think it's like that Turkish delight thing where it's yeah. like a it's like a jelly Keeps them from like sticking candy together and it has like this like a harder cover like a but it's not hard it's like yeah. soft but it's like a dusted, and the inside is almost like, like a it's gooey. not powdered sugar I don't know so we like don't know corn about starch things, or something but they're but delicious no on the inside it's like this jelly <laughs> like they're like gummy bears. <laughs> Get it? Because they're jelly babies. But we're going to eat one right now. Where's the note? I'm going to read the note from Gemma real quick because it's funny. I'm going to tell you about the flavor I eat. So she goes... Should I do it with an English accent? Or that'll be bad. Never mind. I don't want to offend you, Gemma. Although you probably laugh. Okay, I'm going to do it. Hi, ladies. Okay. Wait, I can't do it. How do you do it? Say something in an English accent. So this one, I... I made up a name for the flavor <laughs> because it's like a dark color and it turns out it's black currant, but I didn't know that when yes. I ate it. And I was like, these are lingonberry. Lingonberry. Okay, I got it. Hi, ladies. I hope these jolly little sweeties make their way across the pond without any issues. On reflection, mm. with the travel and the heat in California, I'm hoping there isn't a massive jelly baby orgy going on in this bag. <laughs> but that would be funny, too. I hope you enjoy Love Gemma, Talking Cos Wallop podcast. She doesn't sound like that at all. 
Gemma, I hope you like that because I hope you enjoy that accent. She uh, has mentioned that she, she does. Of, Trisha has to yeah. read this in English. How accent. Trisha can't do an English accent to save her life. But I was just like, I'm all, I almost went a little southern there at one point. I'm like, what is? I'm all, what's this flavor? I'm all, it's like a British flavor. Like she also, she also, Gemma, you also somehow sound like a really like, I don't know, like heady. A, like an old school mom. Dench, uh, Judy Dench. Yeah, or like you've a got school like marm. a gray bun on the top of your head and like spectacles. And you're like, whoa, oh, oh, delightful. Orange of baby jellies. <laughs> They're actually really good. Though. They're really fun. And my kids loved them too. So it was, it was a fun surprise. So I thank you. I like them a lot. I really like this. If kind anyone of candy. wants to send us a snack from somewhere else, please. Oh like, my god. We could use snacks from other parts Given. of the country because we're in like California, yeah, which we've already said. We're avocado eating avocados. Town. There's no avocado candy. There probably is. <laughs> if you find it, send it to There's us. There's avocado ice cream. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never had it. I don't know, because like I don't want Jada it. makes like a chocolate mousse with avocados. Cause it doesn't have a lot of flavor, Mm-mm. but it has like that smoothie. Richness. Yeah. So yeah. you can like creamy. Creamy. Moist. Jada, why is your popcorn Just suck? Kidding. I'm so sad because like send we keep me something trying. else. We keep trying, Jada. Okay, so that was our snack book. Okay, Thank goodbye. you so much, Gemma. Thank you, Trader Joe's for the cheese cheese puffs and even though you didn't give them to us, Trader Joe's. We're just waiting for you to sponsor us. We're literally like bankrolling you know somebody's kids. This episode is sponsored by my avocado tree. Oh, because nice. she gives a fuck about us and she gives us what we and need. She gives us avocados, which is. She's the true giving tree. <laughs> good cholesterol. <laughs> right? Isn't avocado like a good Oh, yeah. Cholesterol? Good oils. Yeah. Okay. Good for my skin. All right. It is time for our guest. Enjoy. Yay. Today we have a special guest on our show, uh, Tim Gibson from the Cabinet Podcast. Tim, why don't you say hello and introduce yourself? Hello, Trisha and Shauna. My name is Tim Gibson from the Cabinet Podcast. Uh, I've been a podcast. I've been a podcaster for about eh, two years now. Took a little break. I've been off for a couple months uh, due to some personal reasons, but I'm back. It's Halloween ta- time. It's a uh, spooky time. <laughs> and uh, my show is definitely spooky. It's a horror podcast, and it focuses on uh, urban legends, creepy pastas, and ghost stories in video games. So if you like video games, or if you just like scary stuff, you can listen to the Cabinet Podcast. I have to say, personally, I don't really like video games, but I love your podcast. We had so much fun last year during All the Horror doing our story about Polybius, the, the video game, and how... We like got into researching it. No, yeah. it's a, it's a really interesting area of like there's all horror. Kind of, yeah. and I don't know. It's just amazing. So thank you for like exposing us to that because it's it's really unique. Yeah, we love it. I love I, and I love it too. And I love doing research and doing a deep dive on things and seeing how far I can I could take some of these stories at the end of the day. I have to say, 
Tim's show is really well produced. I, I feel like your show, like every single episode you do is like an audio drama in a way. Like, it is. Yeah, it's, well, I think it is. It's super dramatic. And uh, so, guys, if you're looking for something different and creative to listen to, seriously, uh, check out The Cabinet. I didn't even know that a cabinet was what they call what a video game is in until I started listening yes, to your podcast. I didn't either. And I said that to somebody. I forget who it was. And I was like, I'm like the cabinet. I said, you know, it's what an old video game would be in the actual like. Did they think you, you were know. so smart? Yeah. And they were like, really? I didn't know that. And I was like, I am very smart now. So, uh, yes. I can't believe I just admitted that to you. But yeah. So anyway, so today for all the horror, we all uh, brushed up. We rewatched uh, The Omen from 19, I keep wanting to say 1776, but 1976, <laughs> June 6, 1976, 666. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to do that all the time. That, because the that's music That's some good is so marketing. Scary. Yeah, that music is intense and uh, yeah, definitely just even the beginning with the little boy standing with the shadow of the cross upside down. Like, it's not even in the movie that he's ever standing next to a yeah. cross. But, like, that, that, I don't know, scary little uh, children. Yeah, we've already the devil established inside. that little children are scary. But this movie actually is the one that established that children are scary, I think. This, well, maybe Rosemary's Baby a little bit. And, yeah, but that was baby. Yeah, that but count. I don't know, when the devil gets involved in the kids, like... This is the first one where the kid actually just looks at you and gives you those evil looks throughout the entire thing. I mean, (laughs) Macaulay Culkin did it in The Good Son, but here this kid is just like totally, I mean, he's totally owning it the entire movie. I don't know if he just, they just like compelled, they compelled him (laughs) to make like, you know, smiling faces them with that music and the overtone and the reaction of the adults. It makes it scary. Well, and it's like, you know, that something's going on. But the funny thing is, he's not really doing anything. Like, he's just like, he's just like standing there looking, but it's just the way he looks. And then like. The scary people around him or the scary things around him. Oh, but that nanny. It's funny because he's not actually, it's like you can tell he's not like trying to be scary. It's yeah. just, and that's what's scary about it, yeah. I guess. I don't know, but. <laughs> so the uh, one thing I forgot about this movie was that it starts out in Rome and that the the priest actually swapped out the baby in the very beginning remember like when yeah. they're having their baby like that was one thing that i totally forgot about the beginning i don't know why it's like i remember all the big deaths and all the big like drama around it but do you think they had the double i baby? thought they had the i just yeah it i just thought they just, i didn't remember the birth part in the beginning i just thought i just remember the kid and the the couple you know what i mean yeah. like but um i was watching the show uh, good omens on amazon which talks about kind of goes over the whole like satan's son or (laughs) the what is it called the antichrist antichrist yes and it's so funny to see like the similarities like the birthday party with the little boy and the the wealthy family and the um the ambassador ambassador. yeah political figure yeah yeah trying to get satan placed in a position of political power is going to be like i feel like that's still the modern uh goal of satan probably <laughs> <laughs> he's still uh, he just he's still looking for the to find the right ambassador family and just like yeah. just get in there <laughs> he might have one <laughs> <laughs> sorry so um, let's 
Do we? How should we do this? Should we talk about this from like the beginning? Because the first note that I have here is just it's it's really a rule or what we call a regla, which is like, <laughs> don't take random babies from sketchy nuns and priests. Yeah, because <laughs> that was not okay at all. Like, who does that? Anyway. Yeah, that was weird. And and we had a theory that they actually killed the baby. Or it like kind of comes out at the end that they. What did you get out of that, Tim? Because we've like debated this for several yeah. minutes trying oh, to they, figure they, out. They actually killed the baby. They, they killed, killed like Gregory Peck, the natural baby, baby Not, and replaced it. They, Gregory yeah. Gregory Peck and his wife never realized that they actually killed their actual until baby. the end, yeah, right? Until the end, and the baby, yeah, the Satanist people in the movie, they, uh, from what I understand, is that the the whole the, that they basically bodging the kid to death because the baby skull had a hole in it. Oh, yeah, when they found at the, the end skeleton, when they see the skull. Okay, yeah. yes. And so he's found in the in the grave with the jackal, and um, you know, is it okay? Jackal. So was okay. So this is the other question then. Was the was Damien actually born out of a jackal, that, or was he just? That's what the 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 other series Omen two and Omen three and um. The actual the books. Prequel. Yeah. Yeah. The books There's actually. There's a prequel? And books. Oh, the books. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not, okay. you know, I, this is just me just researching to get ready for your show. I haven't read the books, but the way I understand it, um, in Omen 2, um, which, you know, anything after Omen 1 is not really great, great, <laughs> is the way right. I understand it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the third one is like horrible, but it's totally worth watching just yeah. for like the the story yeah because you're sitting there like uh sam neil this is that's not the guy from Jurassic. he's like there's a guy from jurassic park now he's the devil and he's <laughs> trying to find he's a baby really jesus and he's killing babies and all this stuff and i'm like geez <laughs> it's kind of rough but yeah in omen 2 uh where damien goes to the military school um yep. they do a blood test on way out they do a blood test on damien and it shows that he has jackal marrow bone marrow and oh, oh like, okay and it's like that's that's totally weird and out there i i don't even know how they would find that out with a blood test but i'm not gonna especially you know. like in like the 80s, <laughs> in the 80s. or whenever that movie yeah hey, was it's, made. it's 1970s 1980s movie line, so let's not go let's just go with <laughs> yeah it. let's not let's, go too far let's into not question that. this trish okay no okay good i'm glad that we got that out of the way because we were like sitting there going because they opened the grave first of all how easy are those graves to open okay, yeah but that's a separate <laughs> like that was easy but um yeah we were like did they just put an animal in the grave grave. yeah you know instead of the supposed mother maria or whatever and so anyway so it's a jackal that makes more sense yeah actually it does well that also makes sense why they're so horrified and then gregor peck does realize like at that moment the baby was alive his baby was alive yeah because of the scratch the the skull but we were we were uh freaking out just with all the hopping over uh rod iron fences in the rain situation <laughs> yeah because like between the dogs and the metal they needed some serious rabies and tetanus shots <laughs> in this film like it's i don't know why that was so horrifying just to have that fence go through his arm or whatever oh, like, oh my god <laughs> that was rough i think like Go ahead. I mean, the movie, you got the, I mean, you got people getting like impaled by objects the entire movie, just about. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. No, the decapitation scene is like incredible. (laughs) 
It's like marked as one of the most scary because it was one of the first things anybody ever saw like that. And I think that's like the thing to note of why I love this movie actually is because we were just talking about this. It's like, it's a real movie. It's not set up to be a horror film. It's just like, this is a, a really drama. scary story. It's a drama. There's really big actors like Gregory Peck and Lee Remick in it. And it's, it's set up to be, you know, just this very serious film. And, and that's what's cool about it because yeah. they, they're not like, there's no like cheesy playing up to anything because the, you're experiencing it with them as they are where it's right. like, wow, what's going on? This kid's the devil. Like, yeah. I should have looked up the, I didn't look her up, but the second nanny that comes in that's there to serve Damien, the, the apostate? Apostate. apostate. She's the apostate. Yeah. She is the creepy scariest. as hell. <laughs> She is the scariest person in the whole movie. <laughs> For sure. And she's trying to get like Damien to do all the bad stuff, like, you know, push Kill his know, mom. Yeah, kill his mom, push her off the, the stairs and all that. And but then she's ultimately the one that says, Hey, I wanna he can't he's still a little kid. I'll have to finish this job myself and I know push her out the window. It, that tricycle scene, for some reason, is reminiscent to me, like like in the shining, where the little boy is riding his uh, oh, a big yeah. wheel everywhere. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like that's almost like a little nod or something there because the way he gets all frenzied riding around and around. But that shot of the fishbowl hitting the ground. Because I was like, why would you put a fishbowl there? And then that shot <laughs> right when it hits the ground and then she follows it is so well done. Like so it makes it even worse. Like Also, like how did she not die from that? Yeah, that's also. I mean, that's a, that's a good question. Beat too. Up. <laughs> yeah, if you fell like that, also she flipped midair. <laughs> there were a lot of things going on with that fall, and then it was like, oh, she's. And then the the, the psychiatrist. We were just kind of laughing through this part because the psychiatrist was, or not psychiatrist. I'm sorry, the doctor, just the regular doctor. You know, he's like, well. You know, she's fine. She just, you know, broke her arm and like she's got, she's internal, got internal bleeding, bleeding. but yeah. she's okay. And it was like, that's like not I felt okay. like he was like at a restaurant ordering something. He was like, I'll have a hamburger fries and some internal bleeding. <laughs> it was like so matter of fact, like, like that's no problem in the 70s oh to have internal God. bleeding. Well, like <laughs> and everybody forgets to re I mean, like, don't forget the reason why Damien is like killing his mom and you know trying to inflict bodily the damage baby. yeah it's the baby yeah yep and so oh, and he does right. accomplish that the baby's yeah. dead the baby dies but then they have to kill the mother too because that was like all the prophecy or whatever the the, the crazy priest had yeah so let's talk about all the um do you want to talk about all the priests <laughs> we were sure. really confused okay let's see what you think tim because we were like there's Father Brennan mm -hmm. who just shows up in England and is like, hey. And then we're like, did he come from Rome? And then we thought he was the same priest. And then at the end, you're like, oh, wait, there's another priest with the melted face. So That's... why was Father Brennan involved? Do you know? Because we get a lot of questions about that. I think he's just one of the guys that shows up, um, you know, at that point. Who's like, there's like this whole network of priests that are trying to keep the Antichrist from coming back and. I guess protecting those daggers and everything that's involved there. And I think he's just the initial one to show up. And okay. 
I think he's just there for actually for a cool death scene at the end <laughs> later on. <laughs> for all those like premonition photos. <laughs> but the thing is, he had 666 on his body. So yeah. he said he saw the birth of the Antichrist. He said he, he started well, he to was say there. it. But then he got cut off by like the security people. But he was like, I saw the birth or whatever. So he was somehow there. I think he's part of the bad priest, but then he was trying to repent. Yeah. He's the one at the end whose room was covered in Bible pages. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when the photographer and... Yeah, his room was cool. They were like investigating him or whatever. But yeah, so I don't know if it's like a, a couple priests that are just like, we fucked up. Like now we need to go back and like make this right and stop it from happening. Yeah, we don't need no Antichrist running around, so we're, we're <laughs> right? we got to stop him now. That's right. <laughs> it was like a little too late. Um. Let's see. So his death on the skewer, that was pretty. I, I love the premonition of the photographs. Like, I feel like that was, you know, that's different from, like, The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. It's, like, a whole different mystery, you know? And yeah. having seen it, you know, once you see that shadow, you're like, I know what that is. But with the, do you remember the first time you saw that? You're, I don't know. It's, like, well, probably it's not weird. because I was already, like, you already you know, jaded by like modern <laughs> film because I was not like an old, I was like a child in the 70s, so I didn't watch this when it came out. Yeah, me too. I'm all, I was three years old, but um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, it's I don't know. What were you gonna say, Tim? I think it's kind of cool because it, it's a little nod to paranormal investigation, yeah. Um, because you know, a lot of those folks use uh cameras and photographs in their investigation and they capture and sometimes, um, in their field, they capture things that the human eye can't see, and that's uh, just a little nod to that. That you know, this this photographer is capturing something that's going on behind the scenes that the human eye can't see at that point in time. Right. So, I love that. Well, and then, um, what's your favorite death? Oh, by <laughs> far, go right to it. <laughs> like by far, um, my favorite death. I'll give you my favorite death. My least favorite death. All right. My favorite death is when they're in Israel and then like the plate glass comes down and, yeah. and like totally like decapitates that dude. That is just so well done. So realistic. I mean, yeah, the photographer and you're really, really rooting. realistic. Yeah. You're, I felt the worst about the photographer's death. Cause I'm really rooting for him at this point in the movie to like figure it all out and save the day. And then boom. And, I'm sorry, but as soon as he walked into that scene with all those spikes everywhere and construction stuff, I'm like, don't go near things that are sharp. Everywhere you go, there's like stuff like that. You're like, and then he ends up, what he ends up getting killed by though, isn't that, which is no. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but no, it's but like it's... amazing. That That's definitely one of the most. Well, you feel like it's all set deaths. up like a final destination thing. You're like, feel like this is yes. a precursor to final, yep. to the final yep. destination movies, like that domino effect. It, it is. Yeah. What's your least favorite? My, le- your my favorite. least favorite death is the hanging scene at the kids' party because she gets on top of that roof. And it's so, I feel like just the delivery of those lines are so it's cheesy. So ham- yeah, are yeah. so cheesy and hammy. The, it is. It's like the cheesiest. It's And so ironically, that's my favorite death scene in the movie. Is it and the, I, yeah, the hanging? Because it's so... Well, I also a friend of mine at work and I used to make jokes about that. So that's not really that funny. But like we would always go, it's all for you, Damien, because it's just so weird that she says that. And like, 
what the hell is going on? Like, she just looks at the dog and she's immediately like possessed or whatever. I don't know. Because she I seems think she like was, she's fine before that. I don't know. She was like kind of clingy with him and like the mom was kind of jealous, remember? And then. Yeah, but that's just. I don't know. They don't hang out with their kids. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They yeah, like I don't a have weird a jealousy. But, but you don't think problem. it's like. You know, we're talking about the network of good priests. You don't think mean, they had like a network of bad priests too? And do you think yeah. where they were hidden in places that her time was She's up? Part and of it, yeah. And it was time to, for the the really really bad nanny to come in and like make sure he becomes antichrist. That's the next horror movie we're gonna write. Bad <laughs> nanny, really really bad. Nice. Nanny. <laughs> That's so funny. That would also be a good video game. That would but be as awesome. a side note. <laughs> I would play that game. Uh, so one of the um, the curses of the film, if we want to go into some of that, is uh, that that there's this like belief suddenly that like Satan was behind it. Like I think that it was. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tim. It was the one of the people that either wrote it or came up like pitched it. Suddenly changed his tune. Started wearing like crosses like on set because he was like worried that the devil was involved in the production. <laughs> well, I, and I, way I, yeah, way I read the curse is that the devil didn't want to, didn't want this movie yeah. made is the way I understood it. I mean, cause all this stuff start this weird, all these weird coincidences started happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the first major thing that happened is Gregory Peck's son kills himself. Yeah. Is yeah. The first, I read that too. Is the first that's listed. And then, um, after that, Gregory Peck, his plane gets struck by lightning. And, yeah, and then the, and oh, they also really? there was a plane oh, that, that they used in the production that later was struck by lightning with random people in it and went down and like they all got killed. Yeah, I mean, there's like but there was a couple lightning things. Yeah, there's like at least like in the the notes I have, there's at least three planes getting um, yeah. struck by lightning, and I guess the the guy you're talking about that started wearing the crucifix uh, on set is Harvey Bernhard. Uh, uh-huh. And he was quoted as saying, the devil was at work and he didn't want that film made, end quote. But he was involved in like, is he, was he a producer? What was his role? He was just a producer. The executive producer yeah. was another one that had the, the plane like struck by lightning. And so, oh my God. so the devil didn't want it made because it exposes how His major plan. <laughs> yeah, like how it's going to go down or I wonder why the devil doesn't want it made though cuz it's like cuz it's telling you like how to find the anti but the bible tells you that. So that's not really a secret. Yeah, I don't that's, know. that's not really a secret. I mean, that's an interpretation that's been around for millennia. Maybe it made it too right. maybe it made it too real. Hey, if you can land Satan as an interview, I guarantee you you'll have like tons of hits <laughs> on your like what have tons of hits on the show. And say, hey Satan, why don't you want this movie to be made? <laughs> so let's let's go for that next. <laughs> I read that one of the ad execs, uh, who who thought this would be a good idea, changed his mind halfway through, and was <laughs> that's the guy Munger, something like Bob Munger. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he was saying the movie was going to be cursed, and he said, if the devil's greatest single weapon is to be invisible and you're going to do something which is going to take away his invisibility to millions of people he's not going to want that to happen okay and so he uh he's the one that started wearing the cross but yeah him and the uh the other dude with a b name Uh, bernhard bernhard yeah 
both of them kind of changed their minds. Like they were like, yeah, this movie's going to be awesome. Especially after like Rosemary's Baby and stuff. And then they were like, well, oh, I think no, it was successful, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like it's interesting because like Damien is literally the model for like all scary children oh. that followed. I mean, like, yeah. you know, and it's sort of like a, a cultural thing where it's like, oh, that kid's scary, like Damien, or I don't know, maybe not yeah. so much anymore, but I feel like when we were growing up, yeah, that was absolutely. definitely like, be like, oh, that's a devil child. No He's one like named Damien. their child Damien ever. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, no, there was, I mean, I met one kid that was named Damien. And... Oh, no. <laughs> was he bad? He was bad. Always <laughs> 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 oh, stayed in trouble. But no, I've only met one in my entire life. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a Damien. I, I had a, a lot of like Damien in high school, and he was actually very cool and very nice. But he does do scary stuff as a job. Oh, that's he does. interesting. That, yeah, that's he funny. does like design of like uh, like monsters and stuff. Oh, really? Like for movies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Weird. Yeah. So I guess he turned his into a positive. He's really funny though. So like he didn't seem scary to me at all. Yeah. But anyway. Well, I looked up the actor. To see, I was like, well, what else has this dude been in? And he he was not in really anything ever again. Um, he was like a, a financial trader or something. <laughs> but a couple of years ago, coincidentally, he was arrested for like beating up some cyclists, like driving like with road rage or something and went to jail. Cause, and, he, and in the court case, he blamed being a child actor in The Omen on his <laughs> anger issues. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. Because well, I think if people find out who you are, they're like, you're the scariest child that ever existed. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a weird thing to carry around with you your whole life. Like, yeah, Possibly. I don't know. I mean, like, what's crazy about that is, like, he kind of, like, he acts like, in that story, he acts like he hates it. But then, like, in 2006, yeah. when they do the remake with uh, Julia Stiles, they're like, he's like, Isn't they're he like, in it? yeah, he comes oh, and back as, like, a, a cameo as a tabloid reporter. And they're like, uh, hey, man, come back and do a cameo in this movie. And you're like, sure, why he's not? He's like, sure, I'll cash in on that. <laughs> yeah, that, I didn't. So what do you think about the 2006 one? Because I am not really a fan of it. But what do you I think? Like I, I, I kind of skipped it, quite honestly. Like, oh, you didn't watch it? No, I, I did. I skipped it because I was like, I, I don't know how you can remake that. Yeah, it's yeah. not. You know what's weird about the remake is that they really overdo the scariness of the little boy. Oh. So he is like fully scary, is like immediately. Older? I feel like he's older, and it's like every time you look at him, it's like he's so scary. Whereas, like <laughs> in the original one, he's just a little boy, and sometimes he looks at someone or something, and that's scary. But it's because of the things that you see happening around him. Yeah. It's not. But in the new one, it was like it just felt like immediately, and it's hard because you already know he's the devil. Like I mean, right. going into it, as opposed to when you first saw. The real omen in 1976, you did not know that. So right. I think, like, I don't know. But it's just something about it. It just didn't work. It, you can't remake these movies. You need to keep the old ones. Yeah, I, I'm kind of tired of remakes. Like, don't remake Psycho. You know, like, oh, yeah. stop it. <laughs> that I saw that on accident on cable or something. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, well, the problem with that is with it's a... Ben, uh, Somebody, what's his name? It's, I can't remember. It's a shot for shot remake is what's the problem yes. with. In color. Yeah. And then mm, sometimes and there's at least one. one scene that's over exaggerated. I won't talk about it because it's gross. Um, there's there's one scene that's over exaggerated and you're like, I'm I'm just, it just takes me out of the movie completely. Yeah. Like Vince Vaughn is 
I'll, Thanks, Vaughn. Yeah. Thank you. That's he takes me out of it completely. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because he's the dude from like wedding, you know, wedding crashers and swingers yeah. and everything. You're like, it's swingers. Yeah, he's like they're little bunnies. You know, like <laughs> it, it, he's not. He's not. Uh, no, no. Not, he's not creepy. He's not Norman, Norman Bates. Bates. Yeah. Yeah, he can't be Norman Bates. So we have to talk just for a second about the monkey scene because first <laughs> of all, they. Like Damien the is baboons. wearing the cutest little suit when he goes to that safari place. Yeah, we did kind of dig the 1970s like <laughs> polyester suits going on with the four-year-old, five-year-old, wearing a little suit. I'm like, he's so adorable, and he's like eating like an ice cream, and then like the giraffes run away from him. And he's kind of like a cheeky little cute, like a little blue-eyed. You know, he's kind of a cute kid. Yeah. Honestly, he's not until duh, 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 like plays <laughs> <laughs> in the background. <laughs> It's it's nuts. I mean, because he does he he does deliver some lines that you're like, is he really the Antichrist? Because <laughs> he's just like he doesn't talk that much. No. Even even yeah. like at the end, like when they're trying to kill him, it's like he's sitting yeah. there going, "Daddy, no." Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like got this sweet little voice. And you know what? I didn't remember what I thought from the when I when we were rewatching it. I always thought that Gregory Peck. Would, like got sad and couldn't kill him because he said no but i didn't realize he got shot that's because he was gonna why. kill him yeah and i didn't i think i thought he like chickened out because he's like daddy no you yeah. know and it's like oh he just was fully gonna do i think it. gregor peck was done with that kid at that point because yeah. he knew it wasn't his son all along so he kind of had that knowledge that like i've adopted this child like all along you know, I mean, so not an adoption is a very loose term here. Yeah, they really or just switch the babies. <laughs> yeah. Not even like an adoption. They're like, take this baby. He's got be. He's got be at that point too. He's just like, you know, well, the devil killed my baby. I'm gonna kill his baby at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little bit of revenge happening there. That's funny. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's a cool idea. Well, the I read, and you probably read this too, like looking at like the curse that they actually put a baboon in the car to make all the baboons go crazy around the car in that scene, and that what's her name, the Lee the Remick. Lee Remick was like actually screaming at some points because the baboons were like going so crazy. Oh, but. But then the uh, animal trainer who, like, kept the cast, like, safe from the baboons and whatever, wrangled the animals, was killed the next day by a tiger. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's, that is <laughs> something I, I read, too. And I was like, what in the world? And everybody just keeps going Damn. on making this movie. I know. <laughs> How could you, like, it's like, okay, stop. Well, and then the designer who actually designed the the glass plate decapitating the um, photographer mm -hmm. coincidentally was in a car accident where his passenger was de decapitated. Like, I'm not sure how far after that, uh. but he was like in Holland and uh, they hit another car and uh, somebody was decapitated like with when the other car hit his car. That is just, uh, that is not a coincidence. That sounds really. It seems really. You know what? Day, know. You know what day it happened, according to my article. No. It's uh, CBS News says it happened on Friday the thirteenth. Ah. <gasps> and uh. and the mile marker is outside of a, a Dutch town called Omen O M M E N, and it's at mile mark. <laughs> it's at kilometer marker sixty six point six. Oh my ah. god! <laughs> is there photographic proof of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that I mean that's what that's what the C, I mean it's CBS News and it's 
They, yeah. they give credit to 20th Century Fox. I don't know if this is all just marketing they're they're playing up, but man, it's. I mean, I mean, it's like marketing after the fact. So it's like, it's like why marketing. Even yeah, because it's after the movie wrapped and everything that this happened. Yeah. But also, somebody actually did die. Like, it's not a lot. Like, that actually happened. So yeah. it's not a far stretch. Ooh. Damn. I know when you release a movie on June 6th, uh, you know, 6 6 76, like maybe you're asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're really going all in on this, guys. That's what they're like. <laughs> yep. yep. So, what do you think about when the governess just like completely lost it at the end and she was like biting Gregory Peck? I was like, okay, so Gregory Peck has had like the longest day. So, like, first he got his arm like caught on a spear after rabid dogs like attacked him and his friend for like a long, <laughs> a long time. That's time. a long scene. You're like, it's not just like, oh, we ran away. It's like the dogs fully have them like down on the ground. You don't think they're going to make it. They get out. He gets a big arm injury. Then he calls his wife and he's like, look, we're going to get you out of there. And then like five minutes later, they're like, she's dead. And then he's <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to go back to my house get rid of the scary dog and then the governess just proceeds to look completely like bite him and like it's like so horrible it was the worst day and then he died so yeah it was a pretty bad day day. i found out my son's the antichrist and these dogs have bitten me and i've got a hole in my arm and now my nanny's trying to kill me yeah (laughs) and my wife's dead like oh yeah yeah. his wife died it was and my photographer buddy got oh yeah he died in a really jacked up way in front of me that was great life sucks he was like i'm not gonna take these knives and then you see him on the plane with the knives i was actually i know we were like take those damn knives and kill that devil You know what's awesome is that scene couldn't take place in the modern day because you're not even allowed to have like a, a safety razor on there now. Exactly. Yeah. No. He would He's have all had ancient spears in my hand. He like has them on his lap. Yeah. Totally different situation. I heard also on the curse that the church or the cathedral they used um, where in the end where like Damien's where he's going to kill Damien and he gets shot. Like the congregation like didn't want to go there anymore after. Oh, that's after the, the church. Movie. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said it was the church where he got scared and didn't want to go in. Remember with a wedding? That was oh, great no, not too. that one. Yeah, that <laughs> wedding scene was amazing. OK, so there's a joke in our families. That at one point, I didn't want to go to the cathedral here in Los Angeles. And everybody's like, let's go check it out. And then it turned into a joke, I think made by Trisha's husband, where he was like, oh, you're like Damien. You're scared. Like, you get all freaked out about going in a church. Yeah. And so we've been joking about that for years. When we watch the scene, though, it's so funny because he freaks out. He's like hitting his mom. The people open the door and they look horrified and they just like, like, like get the they just shut the door. They're like, how could you bring a child to a wedding? Which is like a totally normal thing to do. Also, like if your kids tantruming like that, like as a parent, you pull that kid out by the ear and say, we're going in. But he is like crazy punching her in the no no he is like like bruises on her face yeah he's all should we go to a doctor she's like i'm fine he's like i mean should we take him to a doctor there's like (laughs) something wrong with him not you (laughs) and then what about the psychiatrist that just like breaks confidentiality and tells him everything she's like oh she's going to see a psychiatrist because she feels kind of weird about her kid he's like yeah she's just you know disassociating and la 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 and it's just like you shouldn't be telling him all this stuff. I don't know. I mean, whatever. It was the 70s. There was no confidentiality, apparently. 
The Omen is the one movie that puts in the confidentiality clause for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Don't talk about it. I feel like the Omen pretty much sealed the deal for me that if you were born in the seventies, you may or not belong to may or may not belong to the parents that you have, (laughs) because I mean that baby swap was pretty pretty easy. It's like so easy. They're all look. He even looks like your other baby. They say that at one point in the beginning, he and you're like, like your, he looks like your wife. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that is not cool. Well, that's kind of that's kind of rough. Is what's he? What are they saying about his wife? She looks like a like a dog or something. <laughs> like the jackal. She looks like a jackal's baby. Well, and also like they're just last comment here. It's like going back, but like the very end when he's trying to f- figure out if Damien has the mark. And oh, he's got these hair. huge scissors. Yeah. And he's cutting his hair. And, and the I'm kid's like, sleeping through I'm it. I'm like, what drugs is this kid on that he can sleep through somebody like tearing through his hair and then like cutting it? I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, but any child would wake up. If you, anybody would wake up if you were doing that. Oh, no doubt. That's so funny. I, love I just it. want to know how he found it so fast because like there's quick. a lot of head to search. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't have a lot of time. It was a movie. <laughs> so. Anyway, I love this movie, though, even though I'm like making jokes about it. Like, I truly love it because it's such a good scary. And the music is so we were saying they could use a little sound mixing because the music was so loud. Like every time the music would come on, it was like telling you how to feel and what to do because it was just like super, super loud and scary. But that was like the only thing they did to sort of make the scene scary, really. And the music changes everything. Yeah. But it wasn't like. I don't know. I like that because nowadays you can do so much other stuff to make things scary. Whereas like that was just like, oh, look, this is really scary. Listen to the music. You know what? Uh, you know, what's really crazy is like I always wondered what they're saying in those chants because I have no <laughs> clue. I mean, I just make up what I want, want them to say in my mind. But right. I just and wonder what, what it means. <laughs> yeah. What are you chanting about, Tim? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think that one thing sounds like they're like going Billy Bush, Billy Bush, Billy Bush. But I don't know. <laughs> awesome i know i'm like i'm gonna just play this soundtrack all the time it's very scary there's one song we did use i, I don't know if it's actually that dun 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 that's carmina Barana. Dun, 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 dun. yeah is that used in the film i don't i don't think it's that song but it's like a similar lot of songs that. that sound very similar because isn't that about the end of the the world that that song i think so Probably. yeah they're using a lot yeah. of scary scary movies and commercials at halloween so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, I think. What other. Did, did we miss any other curses? Like, I don't I think, know. I mean, I think we didn't. Um, you know, I think we did a pretty good job of hitting all the curses and everything. Um, you know, it's just. It's a wild movie. I mean, it, and it, yeah. what really. What's really wild is that, you know, you got, you know, several of these movies about, you know, satanic things coming out at the same time too you had rosemary's baby you had yeah. you had this and you had the exorcist and it's just like and i and the exorcist is still this is not a hard movie for me to watch but the exorcist is a hard movie hard. for me to watch yeah me too i feel the same way yeah we watched exorcist last year and to prepare for all the horror and it's that movie yeah it's there's something scary. just visceral about that movie it's just so scary yeah it's still scary and it's funny because we watched the omen with my daughter yesterday and she was like oh old movies aren't scary that's what she said and i was like 
This movie is really scary, but she was not freaked out by it at all. And I think because she's already seen like, you know, Annabelle and like, I don't know, these other movies that are like pretty scary. But yeah. like, I just was like, this is so much scarier to me than those because they have so many jump scares and you know what I mean? But like, this is like a real story. I think that's what she's looking for. Like her generation so is like all about the jump scare, whereas I, I think we're more like suspense and thriller. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it makes makes me more scared if I don't get to see everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like building a mon like, you know, you want to see the you know, the building of the monster instead of just, you know, like yes. Jason popping out or Freddie popping out of something. You want to see the monster building that and jumping away from the omen. The movie that like I recently saw that made me feel like that was uh you know the Joker, uh, Joker. That was. Oh, oh yeah, man. I haven't seen that. Everybody is saying it's amazing. I was annoyed. I'm like, why is there another Joker movie? But yeah, everybody's saying how amazing it is. To, like to me, it's terrifying. It's just a terrifying movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now I kind of want to see it. I know. Me Thanks too. For that note. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody. Once it came out, it's like you know, there's so much film Twitter. So once it came out, I saw. I was like kind of just monitoring like the different tweets about the reactions. And uh, I was just like, oh, this is getting a much better response, especially from the horror film, you know, critiques that are out there than I expected it to. So I kind of piqued my interest. I'm not going to deny it's a, it's a horror movie. I mean, to me, it's a, it's a realistic horror movie is why I would, I would. Oh, see, yeah, know, and that's position. scarier. Yes. You're right. Yeah, uh, more, way more scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well did we miss you. anything else? I think we're good. Did I mean, we I covered think we, it. You know, I, I just. We have covered it. The I omen. think we covered it. Yeah. I didn't realize it came from a book first. I don't think I remembered that. I feel like I want to read it now. There are, I bet that book is really scary. There's probably really scary. There's about five omen books, and they're each written by a different author. That's what's oh. crazy because like, really? Yeah. The first author was like, I'm stopping at this one. And the movie guys are like, no, we need more Omen books. And he wouldn't write the other oh. Omen books. And so other dudes had to come out and write them. What happened to him? Did he die in a weird way? <laughs> I don't know. No, I just think he just bop, bop, said, bop, I'm bop. done writing this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's all, I'm scared. No more. I know. He's <laughs> all, every time my kids look at me. Oh. <laughs> Well, Tim, thank you so much for joining us for all the horror this year. Oh, no problem. I love talking to y'all, and y'all have been a great help in uh, my podcasting journey. And uh, I hope I've been a great help to you in your podcasting journey, too. Absolutely. You have, and we've learned so much from you. And you really got us into doing our own little audio drama, which has spawned some other... (laughs) Spawned some other projects? Yes. Yeah, uh, sorry, that was a funny joke. Well, well, maybe one day you'll be like, you know, some of those uh, great audio dramas out there, like uh, Welcome to Night Vale or... I know, right? Or Girl in Space and make your own audio drama to put out there for everybody. I know, that's the goal. Yeah, that's our plan. We have a script, we just have to... Do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we are are working on, uh, hopefully we'll be able to continue Amber's story. We'll see. We're trying to. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> for you. But that was so It's fun. all for you, Tim. It's all for you. <laughs> nice. I love it. Don't jump off the balcony. I'm, I'm not jumping. No, no. We're not jumping off no balconies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Thank you so much. And yeah, 
we will uh keep looking for all your other episodes this October. Are you guesting on anybody else's show, or do you have any uh, upcoming uh, episode you want to pitch real quick? Because this is going to come out next week. Um, I'm, I will be guesting on several other shows. Uh, just look for the oh, cool. for the hashtag for all the horror. Um, it probably won't be like you know an interview like uh, we're doing today. Uh, it'll probably be more in line with what I uh, you know traditionally do uh, for all the horror, which is you know make a you know make a scary segment. That's either a story yeah. or a retrospective on something. I think, um, you know, we're going to do an in-depth about the the hanging scene in The Omen for one of the shows, I think. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. And so uh, talking about bad horror movie scene deaths, and that's just the one that sticks out for me. I don't know why. Um, nice. I like it. Also, we're coming out uh, Wednesday. Um, if everything goes accordingly, um, we should be releasing a new episode of The Cabinet. Um, it's about a haunted, uh, Nintendo entertainment system. Um, Yay. so the old NES from the 1980s, it's called boy in the box. And this is a true story. It's not a creepy pasta. <gasps> it's really, oh, really happened. So, uh, it's from a bunch of news articles. And of course, uh, we can't forget what's coming up on October 30th. And y'all know what's coming up on October 30th, right? Yep. It's arcade anthology to our yearly. Two. Halloween special and it's titled uh, "You're Not Real," and we're going to basically explore the conspiracy theory of are we living in a simulation? Is uh, real life a video game? And of course, I guess this is a good time to announce that uh, you all will be contributing a story to Arcade <laughs> Anthology too, like you did last year. Yes. Absolutely, Yay. we're very excited. <laughs> And oh, and uh, karaoke Big E is coming back. They've already, I've already got their oh, song, good. and it's a very, nice. it's very matrixy. Uh, it's nice. it's fantastic, and uh, also we're soliciting stories from everybody out uh, of our listeners, from your listeners, from anybody that wants to submit a story uh, to Arcade Anthology Two. I'm going to be selecting certain stories uh, from the public to produce. Uh, you know, if you don't want, if you don't have the audio skills, I'll produce it. If I like the story yep. enough, and uh, but if you want to produce it yourself, and you uh, go ahead and produce it yourself, so I'm taking audio clips from uh, at t gibson at thecabinetpodcast.com. That's t gibson at thecabinetpodcast.com. Um, so basically, if you want to submit a story for Arcade Anthology Two, uh, you're not real. Please do so. Uh, you know, just there's some guidelines listed on Twitter. It's basic guidelines. Keep your language PG thirteen. Um, you know, don't use the don't use the F word, the C word. You can use any anything else as fair game. Um, <laughs> no, no politics, cause everybody's sick of politics right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the, I, lo- these... I love. Thank you for putting that out to everybody. I'm so excited to see if any of our benchlings uh, jump into that, cause that sounds like a great writing challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. And so that that's basically the biggest things. Make it scary. Make it dark or a dark humor type piece. Just anything that can be related back to um, living in a video game or or virtual reality or a simulation. So I, I figure we can get some good creative stories out of that. And I'm not going to reveal what you're doing because uh, it might spoil the story. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, we've got some uh, some writers contributing to our uh, October 29th episode as well. So we have it's fun to have all this original content coming from this collective of 
listeners and people who participate mm-hmm. and I, I love it it's great and i'm gonna try to get you something very special for that too so it allows yay <laughs> it allows me to get out and what i love about that like your your challenges it allows me to get out of you know the video game realm and do out of the cabinet yeah get out of the cat <laughs> get out of the cabinet and actually write you know you know write horror with no um with no boundaries so that's cool right Awesome. Great. Well, great. Well, thank you so much, Tim. It was great. This was really great. I really appreciate it. All right. Yes, thank, thank you very you much. Thank you so much for joining us. Write it, bitch. I'm rocking out to the soundtrack right now. This is the soundtrack (laughs) of the omen. That is beheaded. (laughs) So that's the song that played when the guy got beheaded. Tommy knows. Very scary. I don't know what they're saying. All right, so today's writing is a list of regulas or rules, as we like to do, inspired by our experience with the omen, which you just heard. So these are omen regulas, and I will start with number one, the most important one, which I mentioned, but I'm going to mention it again because it's really important for everybody to remember this. (laughs) Don't take random babies from sketchy priests and nuns. Just don't do it. Just do not do that. Yeah. Ever. Especially on a dark, stormy night. Yeah. In like a weird place where they're like, hey, this baby looks like you. Take it. And they're like, what happened to my baby? No love Don't worry about that. Everything's fine with that one. Your baby's dead. Bye. Take this one. (laughs) Nobody saw their baby die, by the way. Don't worry. Here's a new baby. (laughs) Everything's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. Take it to your wife. Your wife will never. Yeah. She'll never know the difference. (laughs) Just She just wants a baby. Don't do that. Don't ever take a random baby from a sketchy <laughs> priest or nun. Okay. Don't trust priests that have the sign of the beast on them and paper mache the Bible on their walls. Yes. That's a big, big sign that there's a problem right there. I mean, it's not like you're necessarily looking at the thigh of a priest because they're like <laughs> the beast like tattooed yeah, on If you thigh. are near a priest's thigh, <laughs> we might want to give you a hotline number to call because <laughs> oh <my laughs> it might be a problem. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Oh my god, <laughs> that is awful. That was terrible. It was terrible. I like set that up for you. I went there. It was like a volleyball. Like so I just good. like pushed you it up it into the air me. so you could and just I, like spike I, it down. I did it like in the moment. I don't have like that regret of wishing I would have said something because I said it. <laughs> you I don't did have it. the regret. I love it. <laughs> I have no regrets about my priest joke. Sorry if one. any of our listeners are priests. That's not likely, but um, you we're know. not trying to be offensive. No, we're and just also trying we to know be that funny. all priests are not bad, okay? But the ones in the omen are. Okay. <laughs> That's so. right. Especially their thighs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't let your kids have a 70s haircut because it's hard to find the sign of the beast on their head. That's right. Five year olds shouldn't have bangs. That's a lot of hair to go through <laughs> to find the sign of the beast. That hair looked it. thick too. That was like a thick head of hair. Yeah. And yeah. then it was like, look at this little. It's like so hard to tell. You're like, is that really the sign of the beast, or, or just is that some just like, like scar, black like, dots? He just like not yeah. washing his hair. You're just trying to see the six six six. 
All right. Here's another roll. Flash regular. Rabies and test. testes rabies and tetanus shots (laughs) are required when hunting demons in case rabid hellhounds attack you and they were mauled by those hellhounds they were mauled by hellhounds and there was a little cutting up going on which we'll get to in another regular so like i get your vaccinations guys after they left i was like don't do you guys need like a shot don't you need some band-aids also like aren't your thighs like ripped to shreds they were like Pulling their legs no, down. No. Those animals were on top of they're them. They're like Rottweilers. And they're big ass dogs. Yeah, they're strong. And they're hellhounds. They also don't let go. And I'm sure the hellhound ones like, really have sharp teeth. Just saying. I've never seen a hellhound that I've I know I've only of. seen them on Supernatural. Me too. They're even bigger on Supernatural. Yeah, and like waist and animated. Yeah. All right. Well, these are just real dogs. But a real dog could fuck you up. Yeah. So carry some salt, out. people. Carry a tetanus shot. <laughs> And a tetanus shot. <laughs> or Put just get your tetanus Circle shot. of salt, tetanus shot before you go hunting and demons. And possibly like a back of rabies. Okay. Just a rabies shot. Yeah, rabies. <laughs> just just make sure rabies. you have a rabies shot. <laughs> it's mostly dogs. Might as well get the can whooping you, cough shot while you're you, at it. <laughs> just like a flu, flu shot. shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of year, everybody. Just rabies do it. And flu shot. Get your flu shot and an extra shot of rabies. <laughs> I it mean. is October. All right. <laughs> Next one. Don't worry about needing tools to open graves because it's easy in an Italian cemetery. Yeah. Apparently in Rome, when they put stone on top of something, you just lift it up. It's just a piece of marble. They're like dead body. Slab of marble. <laughs> Don't like like hammer it down or yeah. like. Or like seal, seal it. it. <laughs> some kind of like gout. Grout. Gout. <laughs> Don't seal it with That's gout. <laughs> You might need another vaccination. <laughs> gout sealing your grades. Oh no. my god. Grout. Okay. Okay. Next one. Don't hire a random nanny that shows up <laughs> and won't give you the number of her satanic agency. <laughs> if she's all from the agency, air quote, the yeah. Satan agency. <laughs> and then they're like, Well, where did you come from, scary governess that showed up out of nowhere? And yeah. she's like, Oh, the agency sent me. They're like, which agency? She's like, here's my references. And they're like, oh, okay, that's oh, fine. Oh, that agency. The devil agency? We don't need a phone number <laughs> or like anything. We're not going to check on this. Email, but this was the 70s. So yeah. Once you hand us a paper, we're like, oh, you're good. Yeah. You've got references. Yeah, no you're problem. Fine. You could have totally made them up and they're signed <laughs> by the devil. But we're not going to read them anyway because we're busy right now. If you hear scary gothic classical music with chanting playing loudly... Maybe you should pay attention, much like the music Shauna has been playing. (laughs) Pay attention, and if everybody around you starts having these horrified looks on their face, run away. Yeah, don't like be like, huh? Don't stay to think with everybody. What is happening? Oh, wait a minute! My head just fucking run. I just got pushed off a balcony. All right, um. Okay, guys, don't, unless you have your tetanus shot, don't jump over wrought iron pokey fences in the rain or ever. They do it like 12 times in the omen and it's somebody really gets caught only once. Only one cut. shocking On to the, me. like, spiky wrought iron fences that apparently are around everything you need to get into in, Ro- in Rome or wherever they are. London. Like the, they're in London. The first point. one's yeah. in London. They are. The priest jumps over and I'm like, he's going to die. He's going to die. Doesn't die. Then no. he gets like speared by a big Skewered, stick. I like to say. He was priest. Shababbed. Kebabbed. Shababbed. 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 
no, and then like, and then Gregory Peck and his friend climb over a pokey fence twelve they, times. They don't look very athletic, those two. No, but they jump. I'm like, I couldn't do that. They, I don't know if I could do they that. They straight right up now. like Olympic style, swing yeah. their little hips over that yeah. fence, man. Never get caught. Nope. Until Gregory gets caught. Plus, someone was gonna get a spike in the butt. Nope, just the nope. arm, which is like, I don't know, so horrifying. <laughs> okay. Don't take children to weddings, especially if they are the Antichrist <laughs> and the weddings at a church. <laughs> People will be really upset with you. People will be like, take that baby away. Your child may punch you in the face <laughs> and pull your hair out. Just saying. Uh, whenever things are scary, drink communion wine <laughs> via Father Brennan, or as he liked to call it, La Sangre de Cristo or whatever. <laughs> Like, he just kept telling him, he just kept blood telling Gregory Peck, or as I like to call him, GP. He didn't call it wine, though. He was like, you the need to drink the blood. Christ. And the body of Christ. Yeah. And then he was like, communion. And I'm like, but it sounded really scary when he said it the first time. He's like, drink the blood of Christ. Yeah. And I'm like, the real blood of Christ? Because we've got the real Antichrist here. So maybe, so we maybe have, like, he's the got a little blood. vial. I mean, don't they have that in Supernatural? Like a little, little like drop of blood and everything that we know is from that show. By the way, right? Everybody, so catch up, watch it. There's only 15 I'm seasons. I'm super behind. <laughs> the new season just Keeper. started. Oh shit! I'm like, I'm like five years behind. Are you really? Oh my god! Yeah. You don't know any of the stories. Since my son was born, he's a little bit like Damien. <laughs> he's not. I'm <laughs> just so kidding. Sweet. Um. Yeah, he sucked the supernatural out of me. I'm just gonna start watching it just again. Just binge it. I know, but when? there's a lot of episodes. <laughs> I don't know. It's the, it's called. Well, this. you have time binge, to binge other things. Binge this or do a podcast or binge this. Oh. Do binge other stuff. Though. I do sometimes. Often. You've been watching YouTube videos of Hades Town like nonstop. Okay, that's just my own obsession. I'm but like, that's time you're wasting that could be spent <laughs> on supernatural catch up. <laughs> okay, I will stop. Sorry, Broadway. Listening to musicals and watch Supernatural more. <laughs> Brett Jordan said he's behind on Supernatural too. Everybody secretly, is. it's a lot. It's like a weird shame thing we have together, where we're just like embarrassed about it. But we're I have catch no shame because I watched the first episode of season fifteen last night. Oh my god, you are the best. I am pretty much the best. So okay. that was our list. Goodbye. Make sure you get those vaccinations. Make sure you like keep track of that stuff because like if also, you're seeing this stuff happen around you, yeah, just be if aware. It's, if it's ever raining and you see a wrought iron fence and you're like, I'm just going to jump over that. Just don't <laughs> do that. Because like it's also wet and slippery. Like, also, it's a wrought iron fence with like big like stakes like huge coming triangle. Out of it. Yeah, it looks like it was made out like of old arrows. stakes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not <laughs> just like raw iron like smooth on the top. It's like like spiky. if you were in like the Walking Dead world, zombies would straight up die on that shit. Oh yeah, you'd jump over it and then, and then they the would zombies get would like get caught. But then you would get your arm caught and then and you'd then be like, like get and then somebody would have to like help amputate you. it. They'd cut your arm off yes. cuz the zombie would This has gone a different direction. Well, I mean, so they're all related. All of this wonderful inspiration for October has come from an amazing group of podcasters who've collaborated to create All the Horror. Uh, the Twitter handles at All the Horror 18. Hashtag All the Horror will show you all the content that's coming out. New content every day from a, I don't even know how many podcasters, writers, artists are involved. Like there's blogs with original writing, there's artwork that goes with it. I mean, it's just grown into this amazing collaboration huge shout out to sam from invasion of the remake because that dude's coordinating like everything which is a lot it's a lot 
to do. And we just want to say thank you because this has been an amazing this fun is time. Like fun, I mean, we like this time of year anyway. We yeah. love Halloween, but this just makes it like extra fun because we like reconnect with our friends. We watch a scary movie from the 70s. Yeah. When do we do that? Never. So like connecting with Tim from the Cabinet podcast today was amazing. Check out his show. I mean, you guys, it's 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 so well produced. Do not be frightened by the word video game. Oh, yeah, because we were like, we don't know about that. And yeah. It's like it doesn't no. matter. You'll Once learn. I started listening to his show, I was I like bin- I binged that instead of Supernatural. OK. OK, that's OK. I'm though. binging indie podcasts. I'm OK with you binging the cabinet <laughs> and other indie but podcasts. Check him out. Thank you so much, Tim, for joining us today. It was amazing. And. There will be more content. The rest of the, we're only in like the middle of the month right now. There's so much more coming. And I know there's a lot of great stuff, especially coming the last week of October. So follow us on all the stuff. And if you like us, reviews on iTunes are still super appreciated. They are. And I will send you stickers. You know, just slide in my DMs. Be like, I, I left you a review. Slide in the DMs. I will, huh? Mm-hmm. So um, that was weird and gross. Uh, but anyways, super appreciate all of you for listening and contributing. And I'm really excited for the next few episodes coming up. So, oh, and I have to give credit to Sean Faust, who wrote the theme music that you'll hear throughout the episode for all the horror as well fun and that's the end that's it everybody so keep writing and keep snacking goodbye bye this was a podcast from the pod fix network you can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com Do a test in your mic real quick. Hi, this is Shauna. I like cheese puffs a lot. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) It's working. All right.